Welcome everyone to the Christmas extravaganza edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast. They returns this week to discuss the final round of Premier League fixtures before Christmas. We're also joined by Cunnel of the Barstoolers Football Podcast for a bumper edition of Euro Trash slash Treasure and the final get it out of 2021. Cran also sings Last Christmas by Wham. We wish you all a safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope you enjoy the podcast wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow our Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter and TikTok. Take it easy. I spend these senses tell me this is going to get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese when you go to Yetzopolis. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. Eh, the fella in the green and white short. You guys up in the joy of us to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got... Pirigi! Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stug were that good. Good for you! <laughs> sorry, sorry. Welcome everyone to the OnlyFans Football Podcast episode dash Xmas special. Hopefully he lives up to the father's head, Xmas special. Not a hope. Adzi. How are you? I'm alright, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Cran. I'm a big, big fan of the Father Christmas special. You do know it's the largest lingerie section in Ireland. Um, there's no way we're going to live up to that. But welcome, everybody, to the Christmas special. We have a few guests today. We have Dave. I'm back again, people. And we have, coming later in the episode, for um, Euro Trash, Your Treasure and Get Out, we have Cunnel of the Bar Stoolers podcast. It's, it's actually the first time I've met. Uh, Dave, before. <laughs> How's he? Dave. I haven't seen you in a while. What? No, I haven't seen yeah, you ever. Ever? No. no and no. you replaced me a few times. A meet in the minds. A meet in the minds. Yeah. <laughs> Two agents. But uh, we said, "Fuck it, <laughs> excellent <laughs> special." We will get all the boys on. Just came around and picked the week. Come on, we both drew. So yeah. I can't try any digs. He can't try any either. <laughs> we might do a little preview of all the big festive fixtures. Not too much now, but we might predict them. There's a good few on, and if they go ahead, that'd be the bigger question. Oh, Cran. What? Are you gonna sing your song? Oh no! no. <laughs> I get to be front row for a while. Uh, oh, I got the lyrics. He's gone red. He's gone red. Just, it literally just. You bollocks! I'm sorry. You don't have to do it now. We'll no, do I'm it doing it now. You're doing, doing it now. It now. Yeah. You're doing it right now. What was last Christmas? Last Christmas. Are you gonna put the instrumental? I'll put the instrumental on. I'll put the instrumental. Hold on. This is for uh, obviously ads. Etoros. Um, Bolt actually Yeah This is obviously for losing The Champions League predictions Thanks Dave Thanks for Dave Yeah you've done the damage yourself We'll, we'll all sing with you Chris. We'll sing with you Here we well, go I'll sing the first verse Sadly I think yep. it, it kicks in doesn't it You have a lot to live up to now George Michael Alright Dave and Georgie Ready Yeah One Two Three 
Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. Gave it away this year to save you from tears. I'll give it to someone special. Once bitten and twice shy. Don't ruin it. This is it doesn't kick in now, crap. Sorry. Don't ruin the great. The great. I was gonna say great wham. <laughs> the great wham. Don't ruin the great wham. Get those marbles Ready? Once bitten and twice shy. Can we call it off? <laughs> but you <laughs> still can't fly. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been that's enough for that. Everybody, grand fair play there. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Fair play. We all helped you there. We all have a bit of wham. <laughs> Suppose we we'll kick it off with Cran. <laughs> How was How the week was? <laughs> I'm looking down into my coffee in humiliation. Oh. Yeah, my week was grand, Adzi. Yeah, um, it was good. It was just assignments getting over the last assignments I did finish on Thursday. And to be honest, man, I'm so fucking glad because I think you said last week there was something up with me. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you were a bit fatigued, Cran. I, I was stressed. About the assignments, lots of things on my mind. Enough, yeah, yeah. It's big year. Now it's sort of all the weight off. Adzi, fuck's sake. <laughs> keep going. What are you these? got one now, <laughs> keep. Keep this me. in. This is great. It's this honeycomb crisp. It's Butler's honeycomb crisp chocolate. That's um, other chocolate brands available. Shout out Paul Hollywood. Mm. I might make a chocolate biscuit cake later this week. How, how was your week? My week was was great. Good week was had. I was actually walking on Monday and Tuesday and Trey it back again. The best barman in Trey, if anyone's listening. You know I love you. But um, Dermot Kennedy was playing. And I had to sit through 16 hours of Dermot Kennedy. Oh God, I like And to be fair, he wasn't that bad. Great voice, but after the fourth time he gets a bit tiring. But yeah, I came out on the Tuesday and seen Leeds had lost 7-0. So I was straight on to Young Fallon slagging him because Leeds are shy. But Wednesday night... Yeah, 7-0, jeez, yeah. Wednesday night we had an excursion, didn't we? An excursion. Yeah. Actually, we'll bring Dave in on this one as well. Yeah, we went to see Spider-Man. We went to see Spider-Man. Jesus wept, boys. Now, hold on. Just just to, like, timestamp this. Yeah. Um, I'll give it two minutes from now. We'll, we will have stopped talking about Spider-Man and spoilers. So, yeah. if you are listening, fast forward to about, I don't know, just two minutes from now. Yeah, two minutes from now. But, yeah, what a fucking film, boys. Oh, man. It was great. Lived up to expectations. I watched all of them over the last couple of weeks. I tell you what, I said it in chat. I think Willem Dafoe would be up for our, uh, best support and actor. Uh, it was like it was like Heath Ledger levels. It was really, 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 really good. I then. don't know, Jeff. He stole the show. I don't him. know, Jeff. Um, it's just the Oscars are quite sno- snobbish when it comes to Marvel films, so I don't think that'll be the case. It mm. is, but yeah. he played a great role, man. He was like a schizophrenic, you know. He done well, man. Anyway, I can't believe how ac- accurate he was after all these years, like to the role. Yeah. like he was the same character. He's brilliant. Yeah. Man. yeah. I was looking at a GQ video of him earlier, and he's just a lovely fella. To be honest with you, he's, nice just, he's just a gent. Top man. But yeah, great film. Um, I I nearly done a backflip when Tobey Maguire came on screen. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. The only Spider-Man I've ever liked was Tobey Maguire. Matt Holland, fucking Matt Holland. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland has got him. 
Maholland. Shout out to Maholland, the English <laughs> Irishman <laughs> who played for Ireland. I think he scored against Holland. Anyways, no, that was Chase McIntyre. Irrelevant. Tom Holland has gone up my estimation a lot as well. But uh, Tobey Maguire was actually a genuine hero of mine growing up. I loved him as a child. Yeah, I loved him. And, and you know what? I love him as a man as well. So yeah, Tom Maguire in the film. What a fucking character. And all the callbacks were great. The problem with it was though, uh, we were at the cinema and there was it was like a, a football stadium atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> it was like people were cheering when things happened. And then the, at one point, some like stupid like American uh, cringe, cringy joke came on. Someone in the back just goes, <laughs> shout out to your one in the back behind us who she gave was... me gave me and said in great joy throughout the film, just laughing at the stupidest jokes. Now I know humor is subjective, but the stupidest jokes and all you'd hear would be. <laughs> And me, me and Senan were apoplectic laugh, and I felt bad. You should, you should laugh at anyone, boy. You're a bollocks, Senan. Yeah, you and Senan are both We all know that. We all know that. She was like Blackfish from SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I think we'll park off the Spider-Man chat there. <laughs> Will we move on to... The fixtures. The fixtures. What, what do we think? There were fuck all of them, by the way. Yeah. The only ones that they're trying to keep alive are the big teams. Not even keeping them alive, man. It's it's whichever teams are able to play. It's pop bingo, isn't it? I have a, I have a quick start here, right? It is, yeah. Just mm. regarding the vaccination and look at... We're not going to get into the vaccine and if you should take and if you want. All this jazz. It's your own prerogative. Do whatever the fuck you want. But just real quick on the vaccinations for the Premier League. And this is a quick start I found. So, compare the Premier League to other leagues... So the Serie A has 98% of its players double vaccination, vaccinated. That's mad. Liga mm-hmm. has 94% double vaccinated. Yeah. La Liga has 90% vaccinated. Bundesliga has 95% vaccinated. I'll give you this question real quick. How much does the Premier League have vaccinated? I read it there, so I'm not going to say. I'm going to guess. <laughs> this is pure guess. Yeah, pure 67%. guess. 67%. 68%. Oh, I actually the Premier League players that. are double vaccinated. And which league is the only league in Europe to have games postponed? Premier League. The Premier League. And that tells you all you need to know. And it's a bit of a sad indictment, you know, you don't want to force anything on anyone. It's supposed to be the best league. Well, well I think it's just a bit of a COVID outbreak as well. It's, it's a, I, I don't think it's league based. I think COVID outbreak, it's nothing really much you can do. Like No, all, but I do think there's a correlation though. Yeah. Absolutely has to be. Can't believe prices rise though. Um, but we'll, we'll look at the Tuesday games real quick Tuesday the 14th of December while I was listening to Dermot Kennedy unfortunately one game was postponed one game was postponed Brentford United and you know what United were probably better off <laughs> I was looking forward uh, to it I was, was, that, forward I was proper man. gutted that was kind of Ralph and them man Ragnarok Ralph and them man them man that was postponed anyways. and it was Norwich nil Aston Villa 2 at Carroll Road and Norwich's performances have drastically gone down since they brought in Ozan Kabak. <coughs> and there's definitely a correlation there. Ozan, I know you're listening. I actually do love Ozan Kabak. I think he's a, he's a maverick. But he's brutal at football. Could be a correlation to my show as well. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, Aston Villa with the 2-0 win. Um, Ramsey's goal. Jakob Ramsey. Jakob Ramsey. Jakob, I like that. It was the Dean Smith derby, by the way. Um, yeah, and Burnley... Excuse me, Aston Villa got the win in the end. <laughs> Why do Burnley always go? I know, but you mean Sean Dyche is, is he just lives rent free in my head. Another win for Stevie G. What do you think? I think, look, he's performing well. Um, I haven't watched much of them, to be honest. Um, but 
he does play some play a nice style of play. He has a a high press, which is always a good thing in the modern game. Mm. So he's gonna do well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Sign last in the top two. Yeah. Moving on, Man City's demolition job. 7-0 against Leeds. Oh, I watched a bit of this game then, to be honest. Yeah, I, I missed it all. I was pissed myself when I seen the result. <laughs> but from the highlights that I've seen, the return of Kevin De Bruyne. The Kevin De Bruyne show. Yeah. And Leeds, the way Leeds play in general, they do leave a lot of open space. So it's hardly surprising that a player like Kevin De Bruyne exploits it. Uh, I'm sure you're going to talk about it now, but they were talking about Leeds couldn't do anything because they have a good City were. And yeah. I sort of agree. Like City have just been unbelievable these last few games. I think... No, the harp on about City, they've actually broken two records this year. Most wins in the calendar year for a Premier League team in the Premier League, and most goals scored in the calendar year for a Premier League team as well. Thirty-four and hundred and nine. Wow. Yeah, um, they're I think I, d- I think I did say at the start of the season that City were going to win the league mm. in our predictions videos. I'm yeah. pretty sure I said that. Um, and I'm not surprised at all. A City team like that hitting form now is the least surprising thing ever. Yeah. You know what I mean and. We thought we we had talked about it later, but like Bernardo Silva turning up, Gundogan still playing well, Mares, Foden, Grealish to be fair, the oh, amount of money the well. amount of money they've spent on him, yeah, it's not that he's done well, he's still an option. Yeah. Jesus comes in, does a job. Like they have so many options and he has seven okay. assists this year, by the way. Yeah, uh, do you know what? He he gets an he got an assist today against Newcastle and it was lovely. <laughs> lovely bit of play, okay, against Newcastle, but still. Um, yeah, just a poor result for Leeds, really. And I was talking to Ian the other day, and they're on the. I think they're on the same amount of points as they were last year, after the same number of games. Mm-hmm. The problem they're having now is in games that they were beaten in last year, they at least turned up to play. Yeah, they at least turned up and looked like they could do something. Against us, they got hammered. And against you, to be fair, last week against United, they were very good. Um, against United, they were poor. Against City, they were poor. But you can't, like, I mean, the performance just hasn't been good enough for them recently. I think the reason for their lack of consistent performances is probably their 10 squad. Absolutely. Like, they could put a performance up against Chelsea, but that would be 1-5 sort of thing. Yeah, you yeah, I mean? absolutely. Um, will we move on? We'll move on now. Wednesday, the game on Wednesday was uh, Brighton nil, Wolves won. Neves' pass for the goal, by the way, was probably one of the assists of the season. So it comes out to him on the day. Little wabam. Think over the defence, and I think it was Sayas with the goal. And to be fair to Wolves, like we were talking about them against Liverpool and against City, like Wolves, they could have gotten some against City. Against Liverpool, they didn't really create anything, and obviously the goal Divock scored in the last minute against Chelsea today. And we'll get on to it. I know you were not happy with it. Again, they were stubborn, and they, you know, a draw against Chelsea is not bad. They're stubborn for them. again. Yeah. But yeah, good result. And now he's Burnley postponed game at Watford. I think that would have been an interesting watch. Man, Burnley, Burnley, all their home games are getting postponed, and I feel bad because I like to see the fortress in action. In my <laughs> well, actually, funny enough, you should, <laughs> funny enough, you should say say that they're actually they have three games less played in uh, Newcastle, who are seventeenth, and they have a point more. Yeah, Newcastle played eighteen. It's not surprising at all. Newcastle yeah. are awful. No, Newcastle like, I mean, are genuinely so bad. They have three games in the bank to get ahead and get more points ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised at all. To be honest with you, Newcastle are so bad. Crystal Palace 2, Southampton 2. It looked like a good game. It did look like a good game. And Senna was keeping you updated with, with the game when we were in watching Spider-Man. Ward <laughs> um, Prowse and another free kick for him. One of the more consistent players in the league, I think. Um, I like him. Chelsea Loney. Braja. Braja, yeah. Made it 2-1. And it was a good goal. 
It was a very good, good finish. Could deal with him now. To yeah, be honest, man. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And then I with the equalizer in the 65th minute. But look, at, I think Southampton, I don't think Southampton are that great. And I think Palace have definitely overachieved this season. But again, they're not, they're not, they're not that great either. I like Palace, um, though. No, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do, to be fair. They play a bit of football now. Um, and Con Gallagher in midfield. You have Zaha. You have Eze, who hasn't played that much. Edward Benteke Benteke has been coming in form like, I do actually like Palace Benteku. Benteke Benteke mm, yeah yeah did you ever see Big Nasty <laughs> thank you very much but yeah good result for Palace there um, and Southampton actually more so Southampton to be fair Arsenal 2 West Ham nil. what the surprise, fuck yeah. I'll tell you what about Arsenal man they're resilient they're very like they're, they're proving me wrong to be honest and Arteta is as well I did want to say but um, yeah. I think <laughs> a lot of it has to do with the youth in the squad you know it's a lot of enthusiastic players willing to play for them you know what I mean they, they have a good crop of young talent Arteta showed a bit of backbone there I don't know if you see him in a week that he stripped Aubameyang of the captaincy yeah. I wasn't expecting him to show that because yeah. I, I don't rate him but to be honest it, it's, it's he's sort of returning in my opinion a bit. he's changing my opinion because he just looks to be beating all the teams that he needs to beat. Yeah. And I think that'll get him top four. And that's all you have to do. And yeah. the odd game against Everton, which they lost the week, that was a bit of a shock. First of all, about Aubameyang. Absolutely fucking robbing a living. Honest to God. He should be thrown out of Arsenal. He, I think he's really poor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Lacazette is much better, but I think Aubameyang's very, very poor. Mm. Um, Bad temperament. Just, just to touch on about Arsenal real quick, right? These captains that they've had in the past... In the years that I've been in turmoil, let's say, past 10, 15 years, right? Aubameyang joins a club of William Gallas and Granite Xhaka of the captains who were stripped of their captaincy. Yeah. Another one was the transfer route that Arsenal done. Was Fabregas trying to force move, got stripped of it. Van Persie left, went to United. Koscielny went to Bordeaux. So that's six captains there who all lost their captaincy of Arsenal. There's no leaders is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the always injured club of Vermalen and Mary Zakar. Now these are captains of a club in Arsenal who have been in turmoil and like you were saying about Arteta I do think they're torn the corner Yeah. and I think they need to first of all they probably need to buy a leader and I was thinking about who would fit into these things we're talking about Kieran Tierney he's another player that would fit in with Vermaelen and Mertzsacker Thomas Partey great player but has he got that stature with the club yet I don't know you don't want to give it to Smith Rowe you don't want to give it to Saka you know what I mean it, it's going to be hard for them that way They've given us lack of that for now. Yeah. I think it's going to be a token for them. I think they need a real leader. And I think if they get the leader, have Arteta at the helm, they have Martinelli, Smith-Rowe, Odegaard, Zaka, Saka even. That's good. Like That's think, a good core. I yeah. think it's kind of pointing towards the overhyped goalkeeper. Ramsdale. I think it's kind of <laughs> veering towards that. I don't think. <clears throat> he is. Mm. Like, look, he pulls off. He's had off. a good season. He's had a good season, but like, He's English, so he's overhyped. There's something about know. great goalkeepers, right? A great goalkeeper will make a hard save look easy, mm-hmm. and a mediocre goalkeeper will make an easy save look hard. And I'm not saying Ramsdale's mediocre by any stretch yeah. of the man- imagination, but I, I I don't think he's overhyped either. To be fair, I'm just I'm just making this analogy. I think he does laugh for the cameras, and he's a good goalkeeper. He actually done something at Leeds yesterday, which I really rated. When, when they scored the fourth goal, he went to all the home fans, was giving it loads, and they were all going mad on him. It was very good. And I do like Ramsdale. But um, the goals there for Arsenal against West Ham and Anis was Martinelli and Smith Rowe. Yeah. Hardly surprising, is it? Mm-hmm. Martinelli is, is a f- great player, man. 
Mm. He's a great talent. I think he could be their best in a few he years. To, he needs to stay fit. Yeah. Mm. That's his big problem. We move on. Move on. Thursday. Leicester Spurs postponed. Spurs before today haven't played since the 5th of December. So yeah, a bit of a mad one. But uh, yeah, we move on. Chelsea won, Everton won. Cran. I'm going to open me water. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to move back. Take it away, my friend. To be honest now, I think oh, the title race, our title race has come to an end. A sad end. But I think it's it's just, it's become too much at this point. Um, at the moment, we're just struggling going forward. There's too many draws. Too many draws. They call us draw FC. I was in a three all. Everton won all. Today, Wolves will move on to Wolves later on. But I, I can list draw upon draw upon draw. We're not going to win the title. That would not win the games. You know mm. what I mean? And I think part of the reason is it's limp up front. I, I, I think it's 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 ridiculous, to be honest. This Everton team that they put out on Wednesday, is, it was terrible. It was a mad team, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you can make excuses all you want. But Chelsea at home should be beating Everton mm. with the team they put out. I couldn't believe Everton started uh, Barney Rubble and Fred Flintstone. <laughs> they well, may, they may, well, and goal. They but, may as well have. Like this is it, mental errors. Like you, you get the goal, all right. Mount gets the goal. Good we have no one up front already. We're not going to score again. Hmm. Straight away conceded from, from a set piece. Yeah. You, know, you can't do that if you have no nothing going forward. You need to get the goal and you need to defend well. And it was just, it was all over the place that performance. I think it's a mental block we have at the moment. I'll probably talk about more with the Wolves game. I think the thing with Chelsea's way of play, kind of defensive style, there's not, there's not an awful lot of longevity with that. It's not sustainable. I think it's what we found out. They found out already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's without without a permanent striker. And look at Lukaku. He could still he could still bang 15 goals. We don't know yet. He just hasn't been performed. He's been injured. You know, Mount for a period wasn't performing, and now he is. But he hasn't got that striker to play to. So it's a bit tough for Chelsea to I don't think it, I don't think he's there up by any stretch of imagination. I think City will drop points. I think we'll drop points again. Liverpool 3, Newcastle 1 on the strip of Stony Batter. Great result. I'm, I was delighted with the performance. was, was yeah. shoddy. Shoddy be ha. <laughs> Shelby got a goal early on to make a 1-0. A bit of a meme. bit of a meme. He looks like Voldemort. I'm sure he's a lovely fella. Um, but his goal and we were looking at it we were looking at Tommy O'Gara's and Jerry Jerry Cullen put a well saying like when it, things get a bit chaotic and Liverpool are out of shape and there's players missing that's when we struggle yeah. and like it was proven today as well with the players out injured or whatever and the one fella you wouldn't want the ball to fall to and I swear to God anyone on the Newcastle team I mm-hmm. mean in, in that sense would be John Joe Shelby because his one good trait is he can shoot a ball quite yeah. well and he nearly got he nearly scored a free kick in the second half as well. Lovely strike with his right peg, curling inwards, and Allison was left standing still. There was nothing Allison could do about it. Great finish from Shelby. Get on to the Jota goal. Bit of controversy. Two Newcastle players went down with what looked like head injuries, but upon replay it was a lot of play acting, it was a lot of yeah, showing. Yeah. Um ball chipped in by Mane. Jota heads it down, good save by Dubravka. Puts it away second time around, and then he had Salah's goal, which, and we talk about John Joe Shelby. This is the problem with him. He's just you can't you can't rely on him. Shelby's passing it back to the centre half, 
does it blindly and just doesn't look past <laughs> no look past no look past he was getting confident five star skill five star skill four star weak foot pass it back and Mane gets in Mane gets taken over to be honest takes a shot to Bravka spills it Salah puts it away and then the second half I swear to God I felt like I was sitting David said saying I was sitting there for about a good, a good 40 Stay 50, limbo. 80, 60 minutes it was it so like bad it was, never ending, it was so bad it was never ending Trent got the last goal great goal yeah. towards the end lovely finish Miles out just waxed it Stevie G-esque lovely goal and I'm to be honest with you they took Mike Dane's head off yeah um, Mike Dane's a poser but um, to be honest with you I'm delighted with the result given the performance and look you can't ask for much more than, than 3-1 win at home Dave what, what did you think I think with Adino man I, I know we're, we're, we're going to touch on him later on as well but like when he's not playing he's so crucial he really is like um he is a solid man and for me he's, he is the best at what he does like mm. so crucial um, I think he has a big impact on Thiago as well yeah massive and man I, he looks I, 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 Thiago for Liverpool is one of he's so graceful but he does give the ball away quite a lot one of the stats that was going about was I think Liverpool have 16 wins um, with Fabinho and Thiago starting now 17 and that other game was a draw yeah so it proves how crucial Fabinho mm-hmm. is. Well, I am, yeah. I'm a bit jealous of Fabinho and the likes of a player like Rodri. Yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. the thing that Chelsea struggle with is the not having a sort of a tall yeah. person in midfield. They're kind of in like a new style of Matic. Like yeah. more mobile and get around a bit more. Mm. Like, I'm going back to Matic and Kante when they were with uh, Kante. Look, glad to get the win. It was a bit nervy at start. But you look, okay, we got the win. That's all I'm just going to touch on Newcastle real quickly. They're in big, big trouble. They don't want to be in big boot trouble. I think the, I think themselves Newcastle uh, themselves and Norwich are gone. I think potentially Southampton will join them. I have a point on this now. I don't think the Saudis are going to let Newcastle go down, and by that I mean they could spend fucking massive January money. is big month for them now. Yeah, if they get signings in, get rid of all the fucking dead players like mm. Hayden and Shelby and all those mm. wasters, they'll be they might look a lot stronger, and Eddie Howe might have a bit more to work with. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, so I like, totally agree with you. And yeah, if not, yeah. they'll kill Richard Skidmore. <laughs> because yeah. I hope not. We're going to meet and poison him. Will we move on to the weekend's games? We'll move on to Saturday's games. There's not many of them. So Manny United, Brighton, postponed. PP. Villa, Burnley. PP. Southampton, Brentford. PP. Watford, Crystal Palace. PP. West Ham and Norwich. PP. The only game of the day was Leeds 1, Arsenal 4. That Sorry, was so that, stupid. That was shy. You have to leave it in. PP. <laughs> Where did we go? Um, Leeds 1, Arsenal 4. Leeds started the game with 19 their players, as we said earlier. I think before the game even kicked off, I'd say a lot of Leeds fans looking at it going, right, just, if you're going to lose, just not by loads. <laughs> and Arsenal were winning. We're up 3-0 by half-time. And I think they kind of took the foot off the pedal then and kind of went, right, fair enough, we, we won't press too much and Martinelli got two goals early on again he's just a, I, I really like Martinelli mm. he's just such a, he's a really good player Um, so he, he got the two goals there. Saka got a goal then and a half time it was 3-0 Arsenal and it was it was, it was done Freeze control yeah. it was done second half Ben White absolutely clatters Gellhart for some reason <laughs> I mean he gives him a drop kick from out of nowhere hey, gives away a penalty huh? Luke Dion no not Luke Dion no, no, Nigel Young. No, Nigel it wasn't. Young. It wasn't Nigel De Young esque. It was just. I don't know how to explain it. It was so. 
it was so stupid mm-hmm. because Gellhard was running kind of out of play yeah. and White just like I swear to God he just takes him out for no reason um, so that, that that's how Rafinha got the penalty lovely penalty as well I like his run up a bit, a bit Jorginho-esque but do you know the way Jorginho kind of plays it Rafinha just smashes it in yeah. and it's, it's, it's a sight of a hole Smith Rowe finished the game on the 84th minute to make a 4 to Arsenal and look at Arsenal in the top 4 and I think at the start of the season I said they'd be 5th 5th or 6th I wouldn't be surprised if that was top 4 I would like West Ham to creep back in you know you know what's coming up now don't you what the Sunday game, ladies and gents. I hate it. First game, Everton Leicester was postponed. Newcastle nil, Man City four. Jesus, I haven't seen this game, but look, listen. Unbelievable. City and Blissing for man. It's like watching a fucking Rolls Royce just gracefully yeah. moving on the motorway it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a man think, thing right so City scored 11 goals this season while Leeds conceded 11 <laughs> yeah, just the juxtaposition of that is, is very this week I mean, yeah. this week, yeah, yeah. This week is, yeah. it's hilarious like. but yeah they're just they're just steamrolling teams and it is a side behold I think the only hope is also I'm not going to lie to you like, I think we're the only ones that can match them I agree with you man we need you to beat them away from like, that's going to be a title sort if we can stay within the four points that it is now mm. bit of a bit of a mad one so at 2-0 to Man City at the time by the way Cancelo, Cancelo scored the second goal what a goal lovely goal to see we're being dropped on sorry thunder bastard <laughs> similar to uh, Trent's there against, against Newcastle yeah right? so he turned to yeah. Jinx and Joyce past few bam. players ba bam what a Bing goal bang and yeah so a stonewall penalty and I mean as stonewall as you're going to see yeah and I don't know if it's because of last week they gave so many penalties and they're like we better not give as many I don't know if that's why the re- what the reason was but absolute stonewall penalty like Ryan Fraser, absolutely Goldberg spirit <laughs> out of his bleeding jocks by Edison didn't give the penalty I mean it wouldn't have done anything to the game it definitely should have been a penalty. Shy consolation. Just, yeah. just the referees again, man. You just can't rely on them. And then Mara's got a nice goal, and Sterling got a tap in through good play by Gabriel Jesus, wow. who's picking up form now as well. And City. Sterling got, yeah. got a tap in, yeah. as you would say, Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Yeah. Gabriel Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll move on now. And again, Cran, I'll let you take the microphone. Wolverhampton Wanderers nil. Chelsea nil. It's not good enough, Robbie. Come, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. Oh man, let me tell Stay you. Stay or go. I think it's been the most fuming I have been so far because I was I was in a tired mood as it was watching the game, and this one fucking sent me to sleep, man. Terrible, 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 terrible game. Shout out to Joe Duffy, man. I was watching the same thing happen over and over again. It was like watching deja vu happen over and over again. Mm. Pulisic was playing up front. We had no attackers. We had Pulisic, Mount, Ziyech. You would say on paper, they should win the game. You oh, know, absolutely. Because they're good enough. And we were doing the same thing over and over and over. It was cross it in to a fucking hobbit in the box mm. and expect him to head it in. Yeah. Like, you have three big lads at the back. You have Cody, Sice and Kilman, I think it is. Yeah. You're trying crosses into the box for Pulis to juice 5-9 yeah. you know what I mean what the fuck like we were limp <laughs> we were limp up front we were as limp as whiskey dick <laughs> oh, 
shy. Only fans uh, officially become PG. Yeah. To be honest, um, we, we're missing a lot of players. Mm. Um, that might have something to do with it, but I still think we should have won the game. Um, Wolves just sat back on us and we just let it happen and I almost fell asleep watching it. Do you think if this form carries on and Liverpool and City both beat you, do you think Tuchel could be gone by the Whoa. end of January? I wouldn't want it now personally. Oh, but honestly, Dave, if the form's going that way. Dave, mm. he could be. It's a Chelsea way. Right? There's nothing like, wrong with that. It works for Chelsea. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't want him gone now myself. I think he's a very good manager. I don't think there's many better than him. I don't disagree with you at all. There's, agree, there's none better than him, but if it happens, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just the way the club's run. I just thought I'd ask because remember the start of the season. Yeah, good shout there. You know. Yeah, I, I think Chelsea were just James Blunt up front. James Blunt. You're a beautiful. We move on now to the game of the day. Game of the. Oh, do you know what, Cran? And when I said this to you when he walked in, you kind of looked at me and went, ah, yeah. Game of the season so far. I swear to God. What a game of football. And you looked at the highlights, you changed your opinion on it. It was an unbelievable game. Um. Martin Tyler should just leave. I, I think you better leave right now. I have very strong opinions of Martin Tyler. I'm going to keep them to myself. But time to retire, baby. He said something at the start of the match. Because um, the sports stadium was kind of empty. He said, There's a tube strike on in London at the minute. No, there's not, Martin. There's a bunch of corn twitchers who are afraid to leave their, leave their house. Because Mr. Covid is out after a certain time. No, um, that wrecked my head. And there was, it was when Danny Ali went in. It's as if they have an agenda for for and against English players. So Ali went in, and he should have scored. Should have made it two 0 And straight away he was like, "Oh, that's a horrible miss by Danny Ali." And he said it after the replay, and all. Yeah. And Gary Neville was like, "Nah, man." Allison actually said that. He's like, "Oh, it's a horrible miss. Should have made it two 0 He didn't. <laughs> the referee in this game, Paul Turney. Paul Turney, get out. Like fucking. I'm not. Uh, I'm not being mean, right? I work in a bar. You work in a golf warehouse, isn't it? Yeah. Dave works in Tesco. Right? If we do our job badly, you're sacked. They pulled up on You're gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm being, you're looking at me here like you're a bit worried. Maybe. I'm being deadly serious. <laughs> you're gone. Yeah. If you were bad at your job, you get sacked. Yeah. These referees have too much power and not enough fuck responsibility. Yeah. That first half when Kane, Kane nearly decapitates Robertson. Yellow card. Goes to VAR. Doesn't even get And I think it was it. Andre Marner on VAR. No bother. That's a, that's a yellow card. I think Mariner was on the touchline. Uh, someone else was in the VAR. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was, but anyway. Go but how does that go from Cran and Dave? I couldn't at the minute. <laughs> how does it go from Paul Turney looking at it and going, yellow card, and then the VAR going, yeah, it's a yellow card. He, like, th- there's no there's no way that's a, re- that's a yellow card, man. It's a red card every day of the week and twice on Sundays. It's unbelievable. It's a terrible tackle. It's it's awful. Like, um, all, right, all right, I'm going to step in here. Um, and I'm going to say, the referee was bad. He should have given Jota a penalty. Our second goal was questionable as well. But the referee just isn't good enough. I don't give a fuck. It is. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Anyways, Harry Kane got a goal. Harry Kane finally got a goal. Is that sec- first? His second of the Slump season. Buster. First, first of the season at home. Who are you going to call? Harry Kane. Slump Buster. He, um... His first goal at home for sports this season. His second goal all season. I think it's his 16th game played. Here's a staff you can. Right. Divock Rigi has two goals. Oh, here in we go. In four games in the Premier League. Oh, that's all I'm saying. He has Divock Rigi on his That's all I'm saying. Double. Merry Christmas. Everything. Spurs were like, were playing like Burnley on, on crack cocaine. They were unbelievable on going forward. They were, when I say that, I mean, hoof ball down the middle. But the difference between Spurs and Burnley is the likes of Son, Kane. and Kane. Ali had a good game. 
And Dombele was, I thought he was, he looked a bit leggy towards the end. And that's he looked Con- good for 60 that, minutes. That's Conte ball, you know what I mean? Runs yeah. the bollocks out of you. But Ndombele was unreal as well. And I, I, I said it today when the game was going on. And it's down to a mixture of things. It's down to us missing Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago, Van Dijk. But it's also down to Spurs playing well. And uh, yeah, so Robertson makes a 2-1. And I have written here, and you can see, I literally have how. How is it 2-1? Because for me, it shouldn't have, shouldn't have ruled out with Salah. Salah went to head the ball. And it's as if he heads it onto his hand. Maurice saves it. Different phase of play. So there's, I'm not going to get into the reasons for it. Well, Robertson was having a great game today, and he had a bit. He had he had what I call a Roy moment. He had a Diego Costa special, a goal, an assist, and a red card. <laughs> he absolutely sent Emerson Royale like flying, and it was a straight red. The game finished two all then, and anyways, ball through the middle. Um, it was I think it was Ben Davis that passed, it, and look at Allison made about five or six great saves in the game, and the one mistake he makes. Results in the sports one that remembered, yeah. Great game of football. Oh, they deserve, be Mendy. They deserve. Oh, I mean, well, Dust, dusty baller. Well, Men, Mendy makes two mistakes in the game, while Alisson makes one. But that's all I say. And we didn't lose the game. <laughs> it was a deserved point. And look, I was happy to point at the end, given how it went. But Christ Almighty! Like, I swear, the League of Ireland referees are better. Like, at least these fuckers have VAR. Well, I'm not getting into it, but yeah. And that was a forced uh, Liverpool red card in 114 yeah, games. Yeah, it hasn't been a red card in a long time. And you're going to be unhappy with that. What do you think is going to happen in general with the Premier League? Um, do you think they should call it I off? I think they're going to call it off two weeks. No, I don't think. Do you know the way they usually have a Christmas break? Yeah. I think they might just say, all right, this will be the Christmas break now. I really don't think um, it should be going ahead, though, to be honest. Oh, um, I, I disagree, man. I think no, but I think COVID, in different instances, players could be out. Mm-hmm. And you could be playing a team like, for example, Leeds played City, or sorry, yeah, they played City and then Arsenal back to back, and they have COVID injuries. Like it's similar, to last, I don't know. If, I don't know if Leeds have many people out with COVID. I actually think they're they have a lot of players out injured. Yeah. If if you're able to fill the team, I don't want to go for Christmas. It's very selfish of me. Yeah. And I think yeah, in the general consensus, yeah, look at the players are getting COVID and they're not taking the vaccine and it's spreading like fuck. Yeah. Of course, call it off because it's a it's a deadly virus. Like absolutely, selfishly speaking, I want to sit there in Stevens Day and watch football. I, I I don't mind saying it. I love I love Christmas football. I love this time of year. Gets to a stage where players are really getting sick with it. Absolutely, call it off. Yeah, no doubt about it. But I don't know how they're going to facilitate, it, especially when you add in the African Cup of Nations and there'll be different restrictions and like there's a lot to it. It's not, I don't think it's just a simple. I don't think it's just a simple. As simple as just going, call off two weeks. I don't think it's as simple as that. That's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, look, I'm, I'm not paid for these opinions. So, so moving on now, we have our God of the Week. Yeah. Who are you going for, Ben? It's not a lot to choose from, to be honest. A load of spanners playing this week. But uh, <laughs> look, I'll, no, I'll go for Cancelo. I'll go for Cancelo. Yeah. That's a good show as well. Yeah. He was good against Leeds, I don't so. think we, we give enough God of the Weeks to Cancelo. Cancelo's good. True. True, he's very consistent. He was your goal of the week. My goal of the week this week, Cran, is Gabriel Martinelli of Arsenal. Yeah, three, go- three goals this week, I think. He's, he's sick, come man. in and he's, he's really made an impact. You know what I mean? And he got a goal against Newcastle the week previous. I think he's been on very good form. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go with Gabriel Martinelli. <laughs> I'm going to give my goal of the week to uh, Paul Tierney. I thought he was outstanding. 
Um, no, I'm going to give it to Trent. It's the only football that I've managed to watch, so I thought he played well in both games. Scored a cracking goal, assist yeah. as well today as well. Bit of an underrated moment against Newcastle was his last-ditch last tackle against yeah, Fraser. Very good. Liverpool fans and Trent. A love story. Come here, look at it. It's, oh. not, it's not our fault he's the best right-back in England. Cran. Goal of the week. Your goal of the week, <laughs> Oh, God. Um... Martin Ellis goal is definitely a true mm. I think it was a game against West Ham totally finish, when yeah, he ran through yeah. I really like those goals when they dribble through him. Yeah. he really nice finish as well so I'll give it to him oh. your goal of the week my goal of the week I'm not going to say Trent because you, you got angry the last time I said it <laughs> I'll give it to a goal exactly the same as Trent I'll give it to Cancelo away to Newcastle cuts in cuts out just beats two or three players whacks it in and he literally just Hit it with no regard for humanity. What a goal. This one's for Ian Fallon. I need the seven goals. Pass me going, Ian. Cool. This fellow Ronaldo is a cod. And your best of cod of the week this week is Cran. I'm giving it to the American man, Christian Pulisic, man. He's awful. He's awful. He's been awful the last few games, and I don't know what it's been. I love Pulisic. I love what he brings to the team, but the last few games have been shy. And quick shout out, real quick, before we end, cut of the week to uh, Pawn Stars, who a fellow was on selling the Christian Pulisic jersey and claiming him to be as good as Messi and Ronaldo on twenty-two. He, he is a cut. <laughs> Our cut of the week, Christian Pulisic. So moving on now, we have a special guest from the Bar Steelers podcast. We have Connell, and we're going to move on now to Euro Trash and Euro Treasure. So, do you know what? We let the guests go first on Euro Treasure. Start off on a positive note, end on yeah. a sad note. Connell, welcome to the show. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad, lads. Thanks for, very much for having me on. Big fan of the show. Ah, no, not at all. Same goes. So, you know how the Euro Treasure and Euro Trash works anyways, I suppose? I do indeed, yeah. So, do you want to kick us off with your Euro treasure? I hope you have no crossover, actually. Because there's a lot of us, so we might do. But yeah, yeah. you fire away with your Euro treasure. Yeah. No, I don't think there'll be too much crossover with me, to be honest. I've went very obscure here. I went oh. uh, searching for some real Euro treasure, and I, I found it in Norway, of all countries. Oh, there was a, a sort of premier division. I think it's called... It's no, it's the Polish League, the Extra Klasse. But anyway, the Norwegian top flight... There was a promotion relegation playoff between Bran and a team called FK Jerve. And it finished 1-1 after 90 minutes. Fair enough. And then in extra time, uh, there was loads of goals and it ended up 4-4. But Bran scored an equaliser. But then FK Jerve went on to win 8-7 on penalties. First time they've ever been in the top flight. And it's their 100th anniversary. So absolute scenes in Norway. Yeah. I heard they have great drugs in Norway. Maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was the reason for that. I have to say, we always try to go up score, but that's probably one of the best things <laughs> yeah. we have. Needle Hayes, delighted with that. Credit, 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 <laughs> that was good. One. We have our, our other our other guest, Dave. Obviously, he has been on yeah. the show a few times. Dave. Hit me with your Euro treasure this week, Dave. So I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go to a city that I hate for football. I'm gonna say it right, Madrid. Atletico Madrid in particular. 
are the third best Madrid team currently in La Liga by standings. Real Vallecano have now overtaken them in the league, come third place in the Red Force. But yeah, a nice little dig at uh, Atletico there, has to be said, you know. Yeah, they're not really not as obscure now, but yeah, they're not they're, no, not, they're not really on form at the minute, are they? I think no, they have they have um, loads of riches. I don't know, I don't know how to say that really, but uh, yeah, let's go. They won the Champions League draw. That's all they have gone from. Oh well, to be fair, they wanted they wanted United. I know colours of United fans. They literally put it away with to get the draw redone to get yeah. United. And I mean, if ever there was a fix, it's that. Yeah, well, actually, I seen I seen a video from like <laughs> Atletico fans looking at the draw and they're. It was cutting like the images of Ronaldo. Yeah. Just tearing apart for years. <laughs> I was going like, yeah, for yeah, yeah. like that. But yeah, that's my your treasure. Yeah, big up the rail of Alcano. That's all yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Cran, your Euro treasure this week? My Euro treasure. Um, I've gone for Roma. 4-1 win against, fucking wanker. against Atlanta at the fair team of Bergamo. Fuck you. They're shy. The Tammy score. Yeah, he scored twice actually. I think didn't Tammy? Tammy, yeah. It was he was one of his like gangly finishes <laughs> for the first one. He just saw a fucking I don't know dribbled past. That was a fucking ages yeah. in defence, and then he he buried it. So that was his first goal, and then the second one he was just wide open. It was typical Tammy, you yeah. know what I mean? Just scoring. Just like, yeah, I mean the top good goal. Goal's goal's a goal, like, yeah. You know what I mean? The goal's a fucking goal. But it was a it was a. A great Mourinho performance. Classic, yeah. classic 4-1 win. Classic. I was looking on the at, counter-attack. I was looking at it yesterday. Yesterday It was yesterday morning, I think, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think yeah it was. yesterday morning. Yeah. And um, obviously, like, I actually do genuinely enjoy watching Atalanta because they're, like they're like a shit basketball team. Like, they're good at going, going forward. They're great. At the, they can't defend, like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Roma really put it to them. They're really like Blackpill years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could just score off a good yeah. defend. I mean, even... just on steroids, are like they're actually. But, um, <laughs> but like, it's funny because we beat them five 0 away last season in yeah, Champions League, yeah. and then I think United won three two, wasn't it, in the Champions League? Last home. couple of minutes, yeah. So I mean, and they got a draw away in Bergamo as well. So it's like, yeah, at the latter, they're just shy, and that's why I love them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're just completely awful. But um, <laughs> I'll move on with my Euro treasure, and it comes from the great country of Italy again. The Serie A. My Euro treasure comes from the Udinese and Cagliari game. And I'll tell you what it is now. Udinese won 4-0 against this Cagliari team. It's a good name, actually. Cagliari. No. How old are you? Cagliari. Cagliari. It really rolled back the years of um, Everton and Watford. I'm going to call him a legend because, first of all, his goal in the FA Cup (laughs) semi-final against Wolves. Jared Dale Fay was the player I'm talking about. Ah, yeah, Got yeah. a great goal away to Arsenal as well, I can remember. And obviously, he was one of them players like Traore and Firpo now for Leeds. Just, Bamjan as well. Yeah, just like yeah. didn't make it at Barcelona, but he was quite a good baller. Um, Jared Dale Fay scored two goals. He's a dusty baller. He is. He's a rusty, dusty baller. Yeah. Scored two goals for Udinese. And one of them was a knuckleball free kick. It was actually like it was. I swear to God, it was unbelievable. It was just outside the day, yeah. But like to get it up and over the way, he did sensational. And then he got a goal like the 88th minute or something, just just as the game was ending. And he just whacked it in. Great goal from Dale Feu. And he has a he has a great chant as well. Oh, oh, oh he's magic, you know. Gerard Dale Feu. He's a great player. He's my your trash this week, or your treasure even. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Getting all woke up because I love him too much, but we'll move on. Why now. was Dave's Euro tra- trash, or why was it Euro treasure? 
the because league. he hates Atletico Madrid. Atletico, it's just nice to say that they're the third best at Madrid team. He's in top flight of football. He's positive by way. Of, he's positive by way of hatred. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's positive. A great way to make. <laughs> it's oh, treasure for him and him only. It's Christmas. Uh, it's it's Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Everybody. He's the Grinch. <laughs> uh, yeah. We move on now to our Euro trash. Connell, you can you can start us off here again. Yeah, it's uh, far less obscure than the last time, but my Euro trash comes from La Liga and it's coming from Barcelona's 3-2 win against Elche. Because to be fair, they won Barcelona, but their three goal, goal scorers were people called Abdesamid Al-Ezelzuli, some lad called Gavi, and some lad called Ferran Jutkla. Like, who are these pl- players playing for Barcelona? Like, this is absolutely <laughs> disgraceful. Who, who are these people? I'm just like, looking at fair the play. Game. They scored. They won. It's Barca B. No, it's, this is the non-Barcelona team. Yeah. So the fellow up front, Jutkla. Jutkla. What a name! How is he Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's Spanish. That that uh, he's no way. Um. Yeah, Gavi. Do you know what? I actually don't mind Gavi. I think Gavi's all right. I prefer Pedri. Oh, I think Xavi's Xavi's only playing Gavi because Sounds Gavi like has a similar name to Xavi. <laughs> That's what you'd play. Yeah. If his name was Bran and you were the manager, you'd play. Wouldn't it? It's, it's, really, it's, really, it's really big on it. Yeah, he's yeah, on the bench. Is he, is, is he still benched? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Like they played Longley and Garcia at the back, who actually Longley had bad. Is shocking, man. Um, but LJ getting two goals. I think that's that's a big. They got goals in the 62nd and 63rd minute as well. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, shambles. Fucking shambles. Connell. That was a good show. Dave, your Euro trash this week. My Euro trash has to be Alan Michael from the draw oh, yeah. of the Champions League. Yeah, he fucked up. Yeah, I can't Gareth Fights or Gareth Shites, maybe. Yeah. He was brutal. I can't I can't understand why he made a mistake so badly. Poor Larson didn't have a brace. What was yeah. going on? He was just getting the hot balls and then yeah. trying to figure out which one has to be the one given. But yeah, that has to be Michael at the European uh draw. Yeah, he was uh like I mean, for such a like, I mean, it's a company full of <clears throat> shit, isn't it, really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, full of scandal, full of fixing. And I'm caught, I said it I said it in the YouTube video, little plug there, um, that, like, I'm glad they got cut out on, on trying to fix it, essentially, because yeah. that's what I thought they were doing. Yeah. I'm now wearing, I'm not wearing a tinfoil hat, I'm not going full conspiracy. But that's Alex what Jones on there. Yeah. Leave Alex Jones on, right? The balls were hot. <laughs> they were hot. Shout out to Derek Lewis. Balls is hot. My balls is hot. Gran, you're your old trash this week. Um, my Euro trash goes to uh, fuck I forgot no it's Bundesliga <laughs> Bundesliga is a fucking shite league alright it's terrible it's fucking awful sorry we're going it in is, can it you back this up please <laughs> some context though so Leipzig supposed to be title challengers in Bundesliga supposed to be lose to a team that are 19th in the league bit of a shock like what the fuck yeah and then Dortmund, Bayern Munich's main rivals, supposed to be, you know, compete. They go ahead and lose 3 2 to Hart Berlin. <laughs> they were in the fucking second. I'm very sure they were in the second division last no, season. No, what? they actually weren't because I won money on them to win 4 0 in the Berlin Derby. It was and the they're, yeah, no, they're actually that, that was peak lockdown. That, yeah. was, that was forced <laughs> lockdown. German lockdown. Yeah. But, and we all became German football enthusiasts for like three weeks. Regardless, though, regardless. They're nine points. Bayern Munich are nine points ahead. What the fuck is yeah. the point of having that league yeah. like anymore? 
know what I mean? I think the epitome of the Bundesliga to show the shitness of it, just to age our rant here, is Bayern Munich won the league last season, of course, and it was Leipzig that finished second. And Bayern Munich took their best defender, Nup Meccano, their best midfielder in Sabitza, and took Leipzig's manager as well. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know how to describe it's it. It's, it's like, a monopoly. It's like North Korea. Yeah. Elaborate, <laughs> <laughs> please. I can't. I can't. It's, it's a tyranny. It's a disgrace. It's a, it's a disgrace. Shout out to the age of But, uh, yeah, good shout again. Just I kind of agree. Armenia Bielefeld went 1-0 and then they went down to 10 men. And they scored, yeah, they still won. They scored a goal on the counter yeah. when they were down to 10 men and Leipzig couldn't beat them. For yeah. sake, bit of context to the old team and all there. Mm. I yeah. feel like my, my Euro trash now is a bit serious now. So I kind of feel a bit bad because you're slating the Bundesliga. You are slated to, to draw a cuddle slate Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all just being so derogatory. But my one's actually, my one's against the biggest shit, shit of the year, shit of life in general. My one's against racism. All oh. right. So just be serious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being serious. Sorry bring to bring that in the mood. Yeah. But in an interview Andre Onana did <laughs> um recently, and this is my Euro trash, and the reason being of what he said. So during his first year at Ajax, they reached the Europa League final, and after the final, his agent spoke with a club that was really interested in him, so like a major European club. Um, and they decided not to sign him because he was a black goalkeeper and it would be complicated for them. Even today, I face racism in almost every game in the world, but I don't talk about it. I'm proud to be black. So, fair play to him in the end. Well, fair play, yeah. Like, he's being um, defiant against it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's complete bullshit. Like, like yeah. Mendy, Mendy's black, and he's probably, for me, he's the best goalie in the, in the league. world right now, I think myself. You know what I mean? I think it's disgraceful. Like. <laughs> so, this week, we have a bumper edition of um, Get It Out, in which Connell is joining us again, of course. He's still here on zoom thanks again for joining us thank you um but what we're gonna do is to cap off the premier league and the fact that there's every game nearly every game is being postponed we're gonna do a premier league half team of the season or team of the half season whichever way you prefer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sounds like something american (laughs) team of the half season man we're watching the nfl here that's why we're saying this but um what we're gonna do is it's gonna be dave and cran on a team between themselves against me and connell Oh, I think we have this now to be fair I'll be honest with you <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll, we'll let you start so what we're going to me and Cunnell are going for a 4 3 anyways yeah well so, stand 4 3 here we'll read on as well <laughs> so goalkeepers who 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 did go we'll read on Mendy Mendy like look if we can be honest like Mendy's kept him in a lot of games in particular the one that comes to mind for me in the Liverpool game we could have we, we should have won that we had plenty of chances but he kept us out and I do think he's an outstanding keeper but mm. Kieran can speak more to how good he is, but from what I've from what I've seen, he just makes a ton, ton of saves. I think the thing with Mendy is barring that one game this season, it's like the mm-hmm. first game I've seen him play where he just hasn't been had him there. Had like that, that hasn't been good. Yeah. Like every other game has been good mm-hmm. since he's since he's joined. And I think that has to stick out as one of the reasons why just consistency in general. Yeah. So yeah. even with Mendy, I think that game in particular that we're talking about the back game. Yeah. Like for the penalty he gave away, he was pulling off his position by Jorginho. Mm-hmm. The goal by Maswaka, while it was great, bit of a fluke. So like he had a yeah. bad game, but yeah. there wasn't much he could do yeah. really about it. So he was our goal with Mendy. Yeah. So I know me and Connell have a bit of a list of players here. So I had Allison 
Edison, obviously Mendy, Ramsdale, who I know the bar stewards don't like Ramsdale. I agree with you. We're, we're a firmly anti Aaron Ramsdale podcast. <laughs> and uh, Martinez of Aston Villa. So mm-hmm. I'm, for me, in any ways, like, I'm, take today's game away. Like, uh, you can't even say that to be fair because I was so Top good in the game. But I, I, I was going to go with Allison. But I don't really think I have a leg to stand on to an extent because of, of like, Ederson's been great and Manny's been great. Ramsdale is... Funny enough, uh, Ramsdale, merchant. Ramsdale has the best save percentage in the league. I've yeah, seen that early. true. So, so what, I was, or I was originally, originally yeah. going to go with Allison. Who, yeah. uh, who would you have got in mind, Colin? Well, you know, goalkeeper's a tricky one because you can look at it two ways. You can look at who's made the most incredible saves and the most amount of saves, or you can look at clean sheets. So basically what I did is I went in the middle. So if you get the top keepers, Alison, Ederson and Mendy, who have all been great this season, they've all kept lots of clean sheets, but Mendy's made the most saves. Mm. And I don't think Mendy's as good as a keeper as Alison or Ederson, but he's just consistent. Like as Cran yeah. said, like he just doesn't well, have bad yeah. games. So Mendy for me. Yeah, yeah and to be fair, like, like you're saying about goalkeeping's a tough position. Yeah. We said it earlier about the match. You know, Spurs could have won that three or four. Three or four is it's definitely four now before we scored, yeah. And Allison, there was a particular save with Ali. He just it was just an unbelievable save. And then he done two or three other saves. Yeah. But it's that one mistake that outshines all them saves, yeah. unfortunately for him. So yeah, I, I I'm comfortable going with Mendy. I we'll go with Mendy as well. So yeah. I think he deserves it. I think he's been great. So will we go position by position or will we go uh back four, middle three, front I think three? Going over, like, Back form, never training. Yeah. yeah. So you we go through the back four now. You go for yours, you go for yours, and then you decide. Yeah. So I we, we pretty much have something similar except for the right back. So I went for uh, Trent, um, Rudiger, Diaz, and Cancelo. I think Rudiger because <clears throat> he has been playing well. I think he's the fulcrum of the team. I think he's actually a fairly important part of the team, and I think they will miss him if he goes in summer. Um, Diaz is kind of carrying on his form from last year, but see, you're just a machine. Um, like you had John Stones in there last year, he was doing well. So, like, yeah. what's the what's the real barometer there? But he has been doing well, and they have been playing well. And then Cancelo is sauce spot on, he's out, he's out of position mm-hmm. and he's doing great. Yeah, um, Cancelo, yeah. uh, funny about Cancelo, he has the most touches in the league, yeah, of anyone, and I think it's by about 200. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That so, that just goes to show, well. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. everything. Goes through, drop goes through, yeah. yeah. And he's a left back, and it'll be the same right back. if you look at Liverpool's stats, it'll be the same with Trent, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, Trent is third or something, yeah. You so, your you're back four, obviously, you have. So, we disagreed on Trent and Reese James. I want to put Reese James in, no way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a good season, but Chelsea, <laughs> he's, he's not having a better season, Trent. You know what I mean, but yeah, I think that's the crux of it, yeah. I mean, so what he's gonna go with him. We'll go. We'll go with Trent. We agree with Trent. Yeah. So Trent, Trent, Rudiger, Diaz, and Cancelo. Yeah. 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 That's um, our back four. Southern enough. That's fair enough. Um, Colonel, do you want to hit me with your back four there, and then I'll hit you with mine? That sounded overtly yeah, sexual. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. The right back. Obviously. Yeah. Sorry, Colonel. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, the right back's obviously a bit of a tricky one because James and Trent have been brilliant. And I do think Trent is definitely a better player, but I think James has been more consistent, just going in with Mendy as well. So I've went with James, uh, then Rudiger, Van Dijk, Cancelo. Mm. Wow. Well, uh, funny enough, I'm I'm a good taste. 
I went with Trent Van Dijk, Thiago Silva, and Cancelo. Yeah. So I'm I'm willing to give you Reese James if you give me Thiago Silva. Yeah, absolutely. Because Rudiger is just an out and out bully, and I don't like him. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like him either, but I'm trying to. So me and um, hold on, me and Cole are gonna go with Reese James, Thiago Silva, Virgil Van Dijk, and Cancelo. We've said all we need to say about Cancelo. I, I genuinely think mm. player of the season was. I know you'll probably be agreeing with me. It's obviously wow. Mo Salah at the top. And I'd say right up there with him, close enough to him, would be Cancelo. Yeah. Just for his form from a left-back. Similar to Trent at, right, at the right-back position where everything's going through them and they're just playing yeah. so well. So, yeah, we're going to go with James, Thiago Silva, Virgil van Dijk and Cancelo. I think an important point about Thiago Silva as well, as you said, with Rudiger being a tug, I kind of agree with you. Rudiger's been fucking excellent. Like... Don't get me wrong. He's been excellent every game this season. But Thiago Silva as well, he's been very consistent. And I think yeah. as well, Thiago Silva, his, 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 sort, his, well. his attitude, yeah. his, his role model attitude yeah. is what I like about it. I think his age as well. I think the, the player at the level he's playing at, at the age he's at, is something to be admired. Like I really do appreciate that. Yeah. He has a lot around that. Yeah, yeah. I know, keep, absolutely. He keeps himself well fit. I still think he's, I still think he's one of the reasons why Chelsea are Doing as well as they have been up to a certain point. Because he's one of the greats. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. We move on to the midfield tree then. Maybe. I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as I Midfield tree, right? Do you want to go towards Force Camp? You got Force Camp. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I think me and Dave both had a similar one, but we're going, well, I'm going Bernardo Silva, Smith Rowe, Connor Gallagher. I think Silva. No doubt, Bernardo Silva has been City's best player this season mm. in terms of, well, Cancelo as well. Yeah. <laughs> Silva's been their best midfielder. Yeah, they've seen up in so much. Yeah, they've just, been, has, you know what I mean? they've just been good all around. So they can't really say someone's been better than the other. But Silva has been probably the best midfielder so far. And I think it's been someone different every year. Like they had Gundogan last year, they have De Bruyne some years as well. Yeah. Silva has about, I think he has seven goals this season. He has assists as well. Yeah. And he's just probably been the rest and but he scored wonder goals as well. So yeah, it's Galway to Wofford. Yeah. Um, Smith Rowe has probably been Arsenal's most consistent performer if you're mm-hmm. talking about throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um I think Arteta's job is very much relying on Smith Rowe doing the business. Yeah. And the likes of him and Saka as well. Saka as well as they yeah, have they're good core players, youth players. Think, Mar- Martinelli recently as well has been good. I think mm-hmm. they're the youngest squad in the league. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, and Smith Rowe has seven goals this season as well. Yeah. So he's been brilliant. And then Connor Gallagher has just been fucking excellent for Palace. Yeah. Brilliant. Far exceeded expectations, I think. He scored one of goals. He he has you can tell he has a brain about him. I thought he was shy going out on loan, if I'm honest. Yeah. For me and brutally honest, I thought letting him go, he's not gonna come back. But I think next season he could come back now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Dave. So, a bit of rose tinted glasses here from me. I went for Bino purely because how important he is to the team. Like, everyone kind of just kind of pushed him aside, but like, he was a world class centre half last year for us at stages. Yeah. He was, yeah, like, he really yeah, was. Yeah. Um, and by far and away, in my opinion, the best six in the world. That's just me. Can't say on his day, but he has been playing well this year. But Fabinho for me is a monster in midfield. Um, <laughs> I, went, I went with uh, Bernardo Silva as well. I think it's just funny that like Pep was having arguments with him in the summer because he 
they, he wanted to play him more and Pep was like no 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 and then he's proven to Pep that he's a great player and that he should be playing Yeah, and he can play in the six play box to box play number 10 play on the wing play I think that's striker. the majority of Pep's players though they can fill in anywhere yeah they can fill in a role yeah. like I think what Bernardo Silva's doing this season is what Gundong had done last season Come in, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gundogan outperformed everyone. I think for like ten weeks, Gundogan yeah, was like nearly tired match for ten weeks. I went the same as Kieran as well. Um, Smith Rowe, I think I thought just before on podcast. Um, I think he's, I couldn't believe when he was given the number ten. At, um, Arsenal, I was like, I was ignorant, like didn't know who he was, but he deserves it. Mm. He's playing well, and I think it's between him, Connor, uh, Connor Gallagher for our young player of the year at the moment. I think. So what compromise did you come to? Uh, I I took Fabinho and said, "Look, I see Sam's Conor Gallagher's played better, so he deserves to be in." And so he's uh, went with Gallagher, Smith, Rowe, and Silva. Yeah. Also yeah. for the sake of diversification of this uh, team of the year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good, good for you. <laughs> good for you. We look happy and healthy now. Okay. Conor, I'm gonna let you hit me with your midfielders there. Yeah, I've went uh, quite different. Uh, first midfielder I have is Rodri. I think yeah. last season, um, Adzi, you'd know uh, Dara Revel, would you? Yeah, the City lad. He has a City, was a, a YouTuber. Has he got a podcast as well, I think? Uh, did, yeah, I think they've stopped the podcast, but he's a big Rovers fan as well. But I just remember through him, like City Sorry, fans, man. yeah. <laughs> uh, City fans despised Rodri last season. Like he, yeah. he, he, was, he wasn't much use to them at all in a title winning season. Um, but he's just been absolutely brilliant this year. Again, so consistent. And he's actually popping up with a couple of goals now, and City fans absolutely love him. Look, yeah. football's fickle, I suppose, but also, you know, yeah. I think we treat players on the merits as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So I went with Rodri, other midfielder. It's quite defensive. This mm. breaks my heart to say this, but I have to go with Declan Rice. <laughs> he just he he just gets keeps getting better and better and better, and uh, mm-hmm. it breaks my heart every time I see him with another unbelievable performance. And West Ham are punching way above their weight, and it's yeah. mostly because of him. So I've Rodri and Rice, and then my other midfielder probably does have to be Bernardo as well, Bernardo Silva, because again, what Cran and, and Dave said there. But um, yeah, I, I was kind of wondering is Gallagher's sort of season maybe a bit overrated because he scored a few recently? But I looked up the stats, and no, he's actually been brilliant. He's actually, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's right up there. Like his stats, his underlying stats are absolutely unbelievable. Uh, so he's an honourable mention if you want him in, Adzi, I'm willing to that. And the other one, I, I, I fear I might get attacked for this because I'm a biased United fan. But um, what's the job of an attacking midfielder? To create chances. <laughs> Who's created the most chances in the league this season? Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> so an honourable mention for him as well. Yeah. Um, I was actually looking at stats as well. I want to see. I'm going to be nice to you. I'm going to be nice to you. You go for it. Well, uh, when I was looking up the stats earlier, the chances created was um, I was really surprised that Bruno had the most chances created. Yeah, but he actually generally does, and I think it says a lot about him that um, he's creating chances, and like obviously he's not getting the assists because the players aren't scoring, and he's not yeah. scoring because Ronaldo's taking penalties. So it's been a bit of a tough, tough season for him. But we actually we completely match on two of them. So I have Rodri and Bernardo Silva as well. Same reasons with Rodri, and I think his goal against Everton. We, that was for me and anyways that was kind of his breakout performance this season especially and look at Everton aren't great by any stretch mm. but he was really good did he play against Chelsea I, I feel like he did I think he goes yeah yeah and I, I'm nearly certain coming out of that game I was really impressed with him as well and look at Chelsea at the time and I still think Chelsea are still in the tight race but at the time they were really really doing well 
Um, so yeah, I have Rodri and of course Bernardo Silva for what the lads have said. But I have Connor Gallagher slash Mason Mount for the third midfield position. And probably gonna get a bit of stick for this because on a podcast couple of weeks on the podcast couple of weeks ago, I gave Mount awful abuse. And I'm sure he's a lovely fella. His TikToks aren't great, but he's he's a nice guy. Does he do TikTok? Yeah, he does, yeah. Jeez, probably excited to get on TikTok. Get get him out of the club. <laughs> He, um, tic-tac. he, um, yeah, ever since I kind of slayed him, and at the time he only had the hat trick against Norwich. Mm-hmm. And I say only a hat trick against Norwich because it's, it's Norwich like. Um, and since then, I think he's on seven goals and six assists now since that Norwich game. Mm-hmm. So that's that's four goals and six extra assists. Yeah. That's unbelievable form from him. Yeah, I, I really agree with Gallagher. I think Gallagher has been announced this season. I think against City away, the game which they won, yeah, yet he had, yeah. He was unbelievable. Everton as well. Everton as well. He was unbelievable. His goal in the last minute, yeah. Fuck. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm going to have to take the traitor out, Connell. I'm so sorry. Well, Conor Gallagher is going in ahead of Declan Royce. <laughs> yeah. Just, no, just, yeah. just, because, he's, just yeah. because he's a tan. Yeah. I can't oh, help yeah, him. I'll him. take that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Gallagher no. could have played for Ireland as well. You know, didn't quite snake us, but you know. <laughs> Real. When you think he about it, actually like, put the jersey on. When you think yeah. about it, you know, Declan Rice, Grealish, and Gallagher, and he Harry Kane as well for a while was rumored to play for Ireland. Ah, uh, fucking yeah, that would have been Bamford. unbelievable. Bamf- <laughs> well, no, Bamford is totally keep him. He gets a flip flop out of me. Yeah, very, very good. So, we're gonna go with Rodri, Bernardo, and Gallagher. Well, that's all right. <laughs> okay, Kane, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna move on now to the front three. So, will we st- we'll start this one because you, yeah, yeah. wrestling. Um, Go on, Colonel. You far away there. Uh, first one, Salah. Not even going to waste time explaining it. Uh, second one, uh, Michael Antonio. Again, like Rice, just one of the main reasons they're doing so well and just very consistent and just great to watch as well. He's just massive. Like, he just bulldozed down defenders. He's great. Uh, and then the other ones, there's a few honourable mentions. I'll go Rafinha. Absolutely yeah. love Rafinha. He's actually scored a good few goals this season. He's, he's okay. up there in the top scorers. Uh, honourable mention as well to Ronaldo but his goals haven't really contributed to much so not for me uh, the last one I'm very passionate about this Emmanuel Dennis what a player what a player what has he got seven or eight goals six assists in a rubbish what for a team let's be honest and, uh, <laughs> yeah. like he's just he, he's great I love him great to watch yeah I'm a big fan of Dennis as well um, he wasn't in fairness he wasn't in my front three I have him kind of like an honorable mention as well. So I, I'm not against Dennis being in the front three at all, mm-hmm. purely because, and I was actually saying to Colonel earlier, because I was thinking of Vardy, Ronaldo, I have Jota written down. Vardy and Ronaldo for me, and like Colonel said there, they're scoring goals, but like if, especially with Leicester, it feels like Vardy scores every game, but Leicester just drop points every game. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, are his goals contributing to anything? It feels like no for me. Um, Ronaldo the same. I was going to put Ronaldo in because... Okay, love my hand. He is one of the best to ever do it. So I think um I don't think there'll be too many complaints there. I think Salah definitely um and I'm willing to go Ronaldo and Dennis if that suits you. Yep. I think I'll that's a solid I think that's a solid front three to be fair. So Salah, yeah. Ronaldo, Dennis. Yeah, we have to, okay, we have a United fan on the pod as well. We have to give him one play. Him one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Justice for Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're going to go with soon to be a player of the season, Mohamed Salah. The cod that is Ronaldo. <laughs> I 
I'm big on Manuel Dennis because he's an absolute sauce baller. Yeah. Lads, your front three. Wow. Yeah. I think me and Dave both had a bit of a disagreement on this one. Yeah, but, I think this is most Salah. Um, I'm going to go Mo Salah. Again, for obvious reasons, most goals and assists in the league this season. Um, Dennis, just terrific, as Connell said. The menace. Dennis the menace. I know Dennis the flower man as well. Well, usually we don't know him. No, we don't. Thankfully, um, not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dennis the menace. I'll, I'll throw him up front as well. I thought for the same reasons, Connell. I thought he's been brilliant. And if you look at all the lists, if you go into all the stats, he's on. He's in the top ten of almost every stat. You know what I mean? So mm. you, you have to sort of give him that leeway. Yeah. yeah, because as Connell said, Rob Watford are rubbish. You know what I mean? And that's being nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, Watford are what the French call les incompetents. Les incompetents. That's from something. Little Christmas reference. Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, that's what it's from. We're only looking at it. And then I've gone for Rafinha. Rafinha. Seems to be Liverpool player. What? Rafinha. Yeah. I, did, I hope. In a very shy Leeds team. I have respect for players who are in terrible teams and they do well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Rafinha is in a bad Leeds team at the moment. You know, Bielsa is not doing the business. Their squad is thin as fuck. And Rafinha is just, he's been brilliant for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. Hi, Karen. So, yeah, I agree with John Mo. I think Mo obviously needs to be in it. I think he could be in the run for the Ballon d'Or next year. But that's a different conversation. Toward the one goals and assists, I think he will probably break the goal record. Um, mm. I'll, 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 um, he's breaking records every week. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, man. Um, he breaks records every season. But anyway, I'm going to move on to my second player, which was Vardy. Different to your opinion, I just think it's great that he's still. I've, I, I have not. I'm not a massive fan of him, but like I give him respect because he just manages to get his goals. You know what I mean? He chips away every year and just takes his chances when he can. And uh, the last player for me was Jota. Mm-hmm. Now I know Cran was saying before when we were discussing this earlier that um, he misses big chances, but he's also scored crucial goals this season for us. Yeah. And it seems like he always pops up when he need when we need him, like even today. I think he's on ten goals now this season. Ten goals is the first time scored. I think that, that's digits. you know that's you know. Well, I mean, it's the second most in the league. So. Yeah, like it's it's his first time getting double did, did it. So I I want to shot it in in the tour yeah. tour player for front three, but I think the compromise we came to was Mo, uh, Dennis and Jota, wasn't it? Oh no, we said Barry, didn't we? Yeah, Barry. we said Barry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, I said Barry earlier on. So. Um, Mal, Vardy and Dennis yeah, is what we went with that's fine I think that's the most fair way of doing it so do you remember your whole team now or yeah I, yeah. Can, I can write it off you now yeah so I'll just go our team then first with yeah, it, just yeah. to rehash it Connell I'll say to the goalie in the fence and you can take away with the midfield and attack so we went with Mendy and goal Reese James at right back Thiago Silva centre half alongside the handsome bastard that is Virgil van Dijk and right. Cancelo and now he's, he's a lovely fella what a guy. <laughs> and our midfield is Rodri, Bernardo Silva and Conor Gallar. And the front three is Salah, Emmanuel Dennis and Cristiano Ronaldo. It's not a bad team. Very, very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. All right, so I take away the defence and the goalkeeper here. Yeah. Right, so for us it was Mendy, Trent, uh, Rudiger, Diaz and Cancelo, which I think is a solid back five. You know what I mean? Um, and you take away the Um So we've gone for Silva... Smith Rowe and Conor Gallagher in the midfield, and we've gone for Salah, Dennis, and Vardy up front mm. in our in our team. Jamie Vardy's having a party. Jamie Vardy's He's having a party. That's get out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that's the last getting out of, of, uh, of the year. Of 20, is it 21? 2021? 2021. Yes. They all blend into one at this point. They do. It's, it's COVID, man. <laughs> it's a short term memory loss. It gives you. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks a million to Connell for joining us of the Barcelona podcast. I'm sure to check them out. And anyone's on Spotify, they're like our, they're like, we're like brothers in arms on the podcast feed. Yeah. If anyone's listened to one, they're probably listening to the other. Yeah. So thanks a million for joining us, man. Really, really appreciate it. Um, have you got anything to say to the OnlyFans faithful before you go? Yeah, I suppose just thanks very much for having me on, lads. Uh, if you want to listen to us, probably the best way to do it really is just to go on our social media. We're at Bar Studios on Twitter and at Bar Studios Pod on Instagram. We have a link tree in our bio, so you'll find wherever you want to listen or or whatnot and uh yeah hopefully hopefully you come on over to our podcast thanks uh, very much for having me we're gonna move on now to our last segment of the year oh hall of fame the hall of fame and it's i don't know i actually don't know what i'm gonna put in i probably mm. i know exactly what i'm putting in do you know what you can go for so <laughs> so right now i'm drinking out of the summer slam cup all right <laughs> and i'm gonna uh, I'm going to nominate Brock Lesnar for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Jeez, that's a bit <laughs> and there's a, there's a bit of a backstory to this, okay? Um, so, one time I was in a mate with me group chats on Messenger, as you do, and we were just like, fuck it, we'll add Brock Lesnar, a random Brock Lesnar. You remember back in the day you used yeah. to add people? I added, We added a random Brock Lesnar to the group chat. And it was just it was some random or obviously just dedicated his account to Brock Lesnar. And every now and then we just tag him and we'd be like, What's up, Brock? How's it hanging and all this? And then one time he replied to me. Yeah. He goes, Fuck you, McGirt. <laughs> now this fella I I checked his profile after this. He was from Chile or something. He was okay. from South America. Shout out but, to our fans and all Higgins. But he just goes to me, Fuck you, McGirt. Obviously McGrath's my yeah, second yeah, name yeah. and he just said McGirt. Yeah. And I, ever since then I said Man, I think that's we, top tier shit. I think we it? had an intro and we said, Welcome to Brock Lesnar's favourite football podcast, you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, my yeah. Hall of Fame entry. Dave, your Hall of Fame entry. Ah, oh, it's, it's Look, it's gonna be from Friday night. <laughs> I gave Michelle already, but Jesus Christ, if Woody was playing for Chelsea, it'd be a ten out of ten performance, man. <laughs> he'd stop the ball going over the line for the opposition. He'd score an overhead, and he'd get a red card all in one. The Brown Sugar Merchant, <laughs> Woodley, bit of shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man oh. I've got to I've got to I've got to move on real quick I say what he's listening to this shaking his head my Hall of Fame entry this week goes to a tweet from Henry who put a picture of our good friend from Spider-Man William Def- Willem Dafoe and Jermaine Dafoe and in the tweet he said this family is too talented so my my Hall of Fame this week goes to that tweet because what a fucking masterpiece it is. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> how are we going to vote? How are we going to vote on that? Uh, I'll, I'll be able to do it on Instagram. All right, man. Yeah. So, that is our last Hall of Fame of the year. Brock Lesnar versus... Willem Dafoe and Jermaine Dafoe's familial relationship. Wow. Dave? And uh, David Dunwoody's 10 out of 10 performance on Friday night. <laughs> Sh- sugar, mer- man. sugar merchant. <laughs> sugar merchant. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is our last podcast, proper podcast of the year. Our Christmas extravaganza. It was a long, long out record, but mm. you know what? I had a fucking time. Yeah, 
fucking cracking time. Like. Big up to Crans for to Cran even. We're coming down to the Potato Wad Studio. The Potato Wad Studio. The Potato Wad Studio. It's a late record, but he's he's a good man. We had we had Cunnel on as well. Thanks to him for coming on from the Bar Stoolers. And make sure to look out for the Instagram. I think we have something special coming up. We have for the January Blues. Maybe. For the January Blues, we have yeah. something special for our only fans. But we also have an interview coming up. Um, again, all will be revealed. A little compilation episode. Best bits. Best bits. So of the year. Hopefully, just so we don't have to record over Christmas. Yeah. And we'll be back in January then, with the interview, and yeah, a little a little surprise for the faithful fans. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Dave as well filling in. Thanks for having me again, folks. Appreciate it. I appreciate everyone who's listened this mm. year and have a happy Christmas and a happy New Year. Tough time of year for some people, so everyone look after each other, have a few beers. Hopefully Sandy brings you something nice. And actually, quick one, if you get any obscure football merchandise for Christmas, be sure to tag us in and we'll uh, we'll share some because yeah. I love obscure shit. I'm wearing a Divockery Christmas jumper for fuck's sake. <laughs> Doesn't get more obscure than that. But yeah, as Cran said, just want to echo it. Thanks everyone for listening over the past, jeez, what's it been, about 20 weeks yeah. since the start? Yeah, we really do appreciate it. It's been a, it's been a good confidence booster and uh, yeah, we're, we're just going to keep going up and we're going, we're going worldwide, baby. So happy Christmas and we'll leave it there so. Yeah. We'll leave it there so. And we're done up for the boys.